This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we're catching up on all the geek news from San Diego Comic-Con at home and Justice Con. Geek boner! The New Mutants releases its opening scene and is still coming to theaters. The Boys releases a bloody new clip from season two. And Zack Snyder shows us black suit Superman. Plus a spoiler review of The Old Guard on Netflix, which streaming service got the most Emmy nominations and a whole bunch more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, July 30th, 2020. This is Norm MacDonald, and you're listening to the, uh, uh, hang on, I got it here. Ah, uh, it says, the Jock and Nerd Podcast, known for their series of gay erotica found on Amazon, huh? No? That's not that? Oh. <laughs> well, I fucked that up, I guess. Check. What's up, what's up, listener? How's it going? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. And joining us is my favorite filthy, felty American. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Hi. What's up, everyone? Good to hear from you. <laughs> Good to, Why are you already laughing? Good to hear. I don't know. Rug, Rug Boy, his voice just brings joy to children. Didn't you hear that? Children everywhere teetering with laughter. They do like me, the kids. Yes, they do. And dogs for some reason. <laughs> well, dogs like to pee on me because I already smell like piss, so they think it's fine. Dogs want to pee on you. Kids want to be inside you. What? Yeah. Yes. Oh, they want to stick your hand in my slack hole. They're like, can I lot. try the slack hole, mister? And you got to, you know, that's got to be an awkward conversation, Rug. I just let him do it. Oh, okay. You know, well, great. For the most part. I mean, what am I going to do? Fight him off? It is a cheap thrill. I'll give you that much. Yeah. <laughs> they get disappointed in, within two it's seconds. Not, it's, it's not as moist as you think it would be, children. I'll just tell you that. Uh, look, you guys... We're back to regular programming. We've been dicking around for in 1999 for most of this month. Uh, and then we did a great What the Fuck Happens episode last week. So we got a lot of catching up to do. But before we do, we have to start by talking about Matt Delhauer. Oh, shit. Go, what? Go ahead. Talk about him. Uh, he was in a closet. He was sweaty in the closet doing what the fuck yeah. happened. Uh, like he was in an R. Kelly video. Yes. It's, there was no R. Kelly in the closet, but he was in the closet. Yeah. Well, look, just if check out our last episode. I didn't know where you were going with that. No, here's where I'm going. Follow me. I just want people to check out our last episode because we had another great edition of what the fuck happened. The Dark Knight Rises. And I want to thank Matt Delhauer for his contributions to the show. Talking nerd. He's been doing these what the fuck happens for five years. And remember... Uh, you mentioned how I'm a cheap bastard and uh, I make him buy merchandise. Well, I, he picked out two things. Delahauer is getting a Jock and Nerd mask and T-shirt. Oh, shit. Nice. On its way, Delahauer. Jock and Nerd. 
uh, in process. So, listener, that's why I also want to remind you, we have a shop. Visit jockinerd.com slash shop. Uh, it's our tea Public merch shop where you can get your own mask and save the world from the COVID. But you can also buy a t-shirt and a tumbler and a mug and magnets and a torch bag. Oh, there's lots of fun stuff. A cell phone case. A lot of fun things over at jockinerd.com slash shop. Um, and so the other thing I, I'm talking about, Matt Tellhauer, is he sent us some audio with uh, a mission for the listener. Let's hear it. Let's hear it from him right here. Hello, Jock and Nerd listeners. It is your resident ginger geek, Matt Delhauer, here to remind you that the five-year anniversary of What the Fuck Happened is quickly approaching. To celebrate what is obviously the most important event for this podcast ever, we want you, the listeners, to have a say in what movie we cover. Hell, if it wasn't for all of you, there wouldn't have even been an episode two, let alone 15 So, throughout the month of August, we are taking your suggestions over on Twitter. Tweet the movie you want us to cover to at Jock and Nerdcast. And be sure to use the hashtag J-A-N-W-T-F number five. Yes, it's longer than it should be. While you're at it, let us know what your favorite episode of What the Fuck Happened has been so far. Share your favorite memories from the series, your favorite jokes, or send us fan art, whatever you want. Feed our egos. All right. Now back to whatever the fuck Imran's doing. <laughs> I hope this works. That's awesome. Well, you have your mission. Tweet at to us at Jock and Nerdcast. Use the hashtag J A N W T F and the number five. What you want the fifteenth, the five year anniversary of what the fuck happened should be. This hopefully people send stuff in. Yes, all right. of our listeners are leaping into action as we speak. Fire away! They're all like <laughs> grabbing their phones right again, like 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 it was a. Uh, uh, the kid with the Ovaltine uh, decoder ring. Uh, in, uh, <laughs> was that was that movie? Uh, Ralphie. Uh, oh, in uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah, a Christmas yes. story. Listen, I hear people tapping on <laughs> Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. A Christmas. You got that wrong. You, I, you should have had a buzzer. Yeah, that's yeah, that wrong. You. Yeah, a you got to buzz Christmas yourself when you get it wrong story, too. Story, but I can hear people typing furiously on their iPhones right now. You hear that? Tap, 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 tap. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Yes, it's Roundtine. Why do they call it Roundtine? It's not Oval. Okay, let's get to the news, you best. Jesus Christ. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Roundtine. Why is it called Ovaltine? It's round. It should be called round. That's the Seinfeld joke. Sorry. Anyways, uh, let's start with what should have been, guys, this normally around this time for the last five years has been like one of the most fun shows we ever do all year. It should have been our San Diego Comic-Con News Roundup. Oh, shit. Uh, and we've done it every year since the show started in 2015. And usually you get, you know, all the new trailers back in the old days, in the old times, in the old world, all the big announcements. Well, yeah, they just did it online. We mentioned this past weekend was Comic-Con at home. I will give you my thoughts on the whole virtual experience. Wow, you actually sat down and I, took, I, took part. Huh? I, did anybody check this out? I checked it. I, no. I, okay, I, I popped I so. in a few things, you but did. I was like, oh, this isn't really that good. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, ah. we'll, we'll get to the whole experience <laughs> didn't later. Even, didn't even cross my mind that it was happening. That's, that's part of some of the problems this whole virtual con was experience. It wasn't organic. It was just so. Oh, I have, yeah. Well, I have so many problems and so many suggestions and ways they could make this better. But 
We have a few tidbits of news that came out that's worthy of discussing. Not Nothing huge. Uh, you know, we said last time, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Warner Brothers were not there. So you weren't going to get any DC. DC is doing its own fandom thing. Marvel's doing what the fuck. I have no idea. And Lucasfilm has their own thing. But they were not. There was no panels from them. But we did get the first, the opening scene to this new mutants movie. Oh shit! That and uh, that still has a, a date. They still think it's coming out August twenty eighth. It's not. It's not coming. Ta- out. I would bet a lot of money. <laughs> it's, it's not, not. coming out August twenty eighth. But they put out the first three minutes and then uh, more new footage at the end of this where. They really are showing you a lot of stuff. Did you guys get a chance to watch this or did you not want to be spoiled? I watched the opening scene, yeah. Okay. Anthony, did you watch the opening I, scene I in the whole video? It, yes. So at the end of it, there's like all these quick clips where they just fucking show you everything. You know what? All they got to do now is just release the rest, uh, the 90 minutes of this movie in, in, a, in a short teaser like this and uh, call it a day. What do you think? Yeah. You know? I think it's the best possible outcome. Uh, having said that. What did you guys think? I This looks pretty decent. It looks kind of cool. Mean, if you show me 10 minutes of uh, that Dark Phoenix movie, I yeah. would have thought it was good, too. That's a so good that point. doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean shit. But it looks fine. Like, it looks fine. Right. It looks decent, and it's got the horror vibe. And I mean, the only person I saw that was really, like, fucking had a huge boner for this movie was Bill Sienkiewicz, and he worked on it. Yeah, he was... So you can't really uh, go yeah. by him. He was... I watched this panel, so the panel had all the uh, the cast who are, Well, yeah, I mean, come on. If you, if you have there. a panel yeah. out there, you're, they're not going to shit on their own movie promoting it. No, but it. Bill Sienkiewicz was also at the panel, which was kind of fun to see him there because he loves it. Anthony, what did you think of the first three minutes and what, they sh- what they're showing us? Yeah, I mean, it didn't look bad. It, look, it, looks, it looks good, uh, but... As Ruggs mentioned, that was the thing that was crossing my mind is if you can't find a good, this was like four minutes total of footage yeah. out of a movie, then you're in real trouble. So <laughs> <laughs> I've seen trailers that I didn't, where the movie didn't seem to be good. This didn't offend me or make me think this is going to be a bad movie. It kind of jacked up again the horror feel, but then at the, at the end, it still felt comic booky. So it did, yeah. The, the only issue for me, and I think a lot of people might have this uh, the same issue is I, I don't know any of these characters. Like I don't I it's don't Wolfsbane and Sunspot and Cannonball. Right. Yep. Yeah, and, I, yeah, I, exactly. Magic. Uh-huh. Colossus's yep. sister, Ileana well, Rasputin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. For the people that are like <laughs> reading comics now yeah, that are just getting into it, they'll they'll have no idea. But New Mutants was actually a really badass series, and I have quite a few of them. And uh, I gotta fucking dig Do those these things characters out, exist now as the new mutants and current? I don't know because I don't read comics anymore. I, I, I stopped reading. Do. Like, I don't about think those four were or five the new years mutants, ago. But who knows? So I, like, what happened was Layfield came around. Yeah. Then the New Mutants got hijacked from being like this artsy fartsy kind of like cool book to being like this like. You know, everybody's got shoulder pads. Yeah, and, the pouches, and, big guns, fucking nineties yeah. comic book. It was which is cool yeah, too, yeah. but like then it kind of changed. Like so, like now New Mutants got like it doesn't even if there is a New Mutants, it's probably nothing like the Sinkevich years. The Sinkevich art was so good and it was so creepy. And you, you know, I see them pulling some of those influences in there. I kind of wish they didn't show all the stuff they show at the end. Like they show the smiley face. Fucking creatures with no eyes under the mask. That's a great visual. Really scary. I wish I didn't know that was in there. And then they pretty much show you the demon bear, but then the demon bear looks fucking. 
he looks sick. It's got like uh, flames coming out of his eyes. It looks amazing. What is the demon bear? The demon bear is the thing that uh, the, they're coming to eat him. I don't know. Oh. But it's it's from the comics. Oh. It's an entity from the comics. So I just don't understand why they don't make the switch and just put this out, charge X amount of dollars for it and just throw it out there. Do an add-on with Disney+. Plus. Disney needs it. Yes, Disney has no new content. No. They have yeah. jack shit. And I mean, we, I mean, they should be retrofitting all the content that they have to kind of be relevant right now instead of they're playing the long game and waiting for people to come back. But the reality is, is that this shit is another six months in at least. I just saw a trailer for a movie with Seth Rogen where he's playing himself and a Russian dude. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And the trailer and it's going to HBO Max. Wow. So I'm just want, curious why not. Even if Disney doesn't want to put it for free on on Disney Plus, like I'll, obviously you pay a, a monthly fee, but just do like, hey, you want to watch this movie? Five bucks, ten extra dollars yeah, to watch access, it. Yeah, yeah for twenty four forty eight hours. In this case, I can actually tell you why, and it also ties into a story later. But it's a, it, the, the story gets more interesting later. So Josh Boone has commented because for a second, like last week, someone put up a commercial that said New Mutants on Disney Plus, but I guess yeah. it was fake. Or, sure. or maybe it wasn't fake and this, they just had this ready. Josh Boone says contractually, the movie to get to streaming has to open in a theater first. Mm. That's it. It has to, uh, this is part of the contract. Now, just wait until later. There's a huge development and in a, in a big plus for VOD that has happened this week. The movie is only like 98 minutes also. It's very short. Uh, oh, wow. That is really Yes. Short. It's super short and, uh, August 28th. That's the most surprising thing is they still have this date. That makes me think this movie at 98 minutes. It may they be went, good. Well, no. I would, <laughs> I would go with, let's just chop this up as to as a small amount of running time without embarrassing ourselves. Because if you go under an hour 30, you're just yeah. you, you, you're just showing the audience you don't really give it's a fuck. A, yeah, it's like, a, yeah. It, it's like nothing worth yeah. watching. So let's just chop it down to a, a, a running time that's passable for a, a movie length. Isn't that time. weird? Because you could make a 60-minute movie that would, ju- would be acceptable. But if it's under 90 minutes, you're like, oh, this is like a B-movie straight-to-DVD right. joke. There's, there's just a perception that it's just garbage. Or at 90 under 90. minutes, it may be tight and yeah, I don't think well. an hour is enough time to really build reacts though uh i i dis i disagree black mirror does it every fucking episode of black mirror do they not do you feel like you've watched a movie uh, yeah but you, yeah, you do. don't yeah no you don't no you don't you feel like you watch a good episode of something all right maybe you're right an hour and a half is good is is the uh, i sweet feel like spot. movies should be all movies should be at least two hours at, at least. least two hours is a sweet spot yeah. for sure and then if you go a little bit over, that's fine. But if you go to like past two and a half hours, it's got to be fucking amazing. Depends on the movie. If you could tell the story in ninety minutes, then tell it in ninety minutes. While you're adding shit to it, yeah, maybe. I don't. I mean, I don't, I've seen some good ninety-minute movies, yeah. but I, two hours is probably the sweet spot. Uh, like Godzilla yeah. movies in the high side era were like eighty minutes. Oh, they were. They were real in yeah. and out. Just <laughs> they, fucking yeah, fuck shit up and get out of here. They were yeah. quick. Yeah, Lame. they were pumping those out every year. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it easier to. Uh, but and the D and the DC animated movies are like that too. Yeah, some of them they they vary between like eighty, ninety, a hundred minutes. It depends. Yeah, make it as long as you need. Make it three hours if you're Scorsese. Four hours. Uh, other news from San Diego Comic Con. Is that your Italian accent? Yeah, it's my. Uh, hey. <laughs> 
Oh, hey. Why did he go into an Italian I, accent? I have no, I, I have no idea. Because <laughs> yeah, was no it contextual? Because then he said, "Make it four hours." Like Make Scorsese. It, Scorsese. <laughs> oh, okay. It was related to Scorsese. Well, and I'm a ghoul. A fugazi. A fugazi. Uh, <laughs> Bill and Ted face the music. They put out a new trailer, and they said, "Here, now things are getting better." This movie has given a new release date of September 1st, but it will come out in the theaters and video on demand. Oh, shit. Same day. And that is definitely a movie that I will watch on video on demand. Like, I think that's the perfect movie to release streaming that's going to be going to be huge. I mean, I would like to see it with a bunch of old fucks that watched the fir- all the first movies and uh, would like getting out to go see it again. That would be nice to see that. But uh, I guess I'll watch it on video on demand. I feel like it's the perfect thing. Bill and Ted is was like a major thing. Yeah, when we were growing up, it was like this movie that came out of nowhere, and it was just you watched it, and it was like a little history lesson, yep, and you learned about silk crates. Yes, <laughs> and you learned about Abraham Lincoln and Genghis Khan, and 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 Al Young played uh, oh, Genghis Khan. Al Young is Al Young is in there. He's in everything. Yeah, he's in that. Joan of Arc's in it. Everybody's in it. Beethoven. And then, uh, then they did the the next one, and that's the one where they meet death. Yes, and they play chess with death. And right? they play they try they, they they try and beat death. Yeah. So death is back in this third one. Yes. And it looks like they're in hell, and their kids. Uh, they both got daughters, and uh, they got to write another song to save the universe. Love it. Just perfect for video on demand. Anthony, you're gonna have to watch the first two movies. Oh fuck! This is part of a cultural fucking phenomenon here. Who directed these? Uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't even know. <laughs> Who did direct those? It I doesn't that, matter. I think that uh, uh, Ted did. Uh, Alex did. Winter? Did Alex Winter? Yeah. I that is a good question, but honestly, it doesn't matter uh, who directed. Stephen Herrick. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know who that is. Uh, also, oh, well, also did. Here. Here's some movies okay. this guy's done. What, is he, uh, what else has he done? Critters. Oh. That's a good movie. That's not bad. The Mighty Ducks. Oh, I liked he did the Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks as a kid. The Three Musketeers. Okay. 101 Dalmatians. Stephen Herrick. Yeah. Stephen Herrick. Oh, he did the live action Dalmatians. Yeah. Then some other movies I don't really know about. Life or something you like it. Man Mr. of the Mr. Holland's House. Opus? He did Mr. Holland's Opus? Oh, shit. Oh, that's a tearjerker. That's a great movie. Into the Blue 2? I don't know what. Oh, some of these are directed. There was video. an Into the Blue 2? Nobody no, told me. Was nobody, Jessica Alba in that? Nobody told me. His last movie was The Great Gilly Hopkins. Great, oh, really? I don't know Critters was uh, the first thing he did. Uh, Rugs, don't you think Anthony needs to? It's like part of a comedic I movie. I mean, history. I love I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because it makes me. It's not that it's a great movie; it just takes me back to my youth and uh, how f- funny it is. I mean, it is kind of a good movie. I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Dean Parasad is directing this one. It doesn't matter who directs it; you just have to make it a <laughs> Bill and Ted movie, and you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, other news: The Boys series on the boys. the boys on Amazon season two coming out in September. Not out yet. Already renewed for season three. Oh shit! They're very confident, and they put out a little clip where you actually get to see the deep using his powers. Did you guys watch this clip? I did. It's kind of funny. I I liked it. Yeah. I right. I mean, it's it's what you would expect. You have the deep, who's a, a villain, using his powers to have whales and, and sharks, sharks chase, chase them. them. Yeah. And then it gets supremely dark because the whale's blocking the shore. <laughs> and he's and just Billy Butcher's like, fuck he, it. 
Yeah, he just plows through a whale. Oh, my God. And it's super bloody. That's great. That's perfect, boys. I can't wait. It's, it's the yeah, it's yeah. A perfect clip for the boys and what they what they go for. Yeah, it hit, hit that sweet spot. You're like, oh, here we go. I this can't. Another movie. Someone would have, else yes. happened, but not in this. Yes, in another movie. Oh, he, he's just going to run through the whale. Yeah, in another movie, he would like hit a bank and it would have jumped over. And land oh, no. in the forest, or they just wouldn't make the way. It just wouldn't be so gruesome. Oh, and yes. he goes right yes. through the way. There's like guts, <laughs> and they're covered in blood. It's amazing. <laughs> and the deepest, like, holy shit! Like, and like hurts. He him, realizes at a certain point he made the wrong move. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's like, oh so no, I'm fucking with the wrong guy. Just, there's so much goodness in that short clip. I can't wait for this. Hey, going to be a great season. I hope it doesn't like, disappoint. That's all I. I, I, I my, my hype is like pretty high on this. Yeah. One, the, the only thing I would worry about is them getting so into themselves that they have to top how gruesome yeah, how yeah, dark yeah. how dark can it get that's a good point where they're just losing themselves in in shock value that's a good point hopefully they have a good story and they just stick to serving the story and not- i mean the last scene you had someone get fucked like mouth fucked to death. <laughs> well it, it <laughs> opens with the girlfriend just exploding and he's yeah, left with his hands through. and like you're like and you see her teeth and her jaw in detailed slow motion Wow, great opening! But uh, yeah, I Homelander's obsessed with this like fifty year old woman tits and stuff. I mean, it's just super dark. Elizabeth Shue is hot though. I'd be obsessed with her. She I was always hot. Yeah. I had a big crush on Elizabeth Shue. You were always hot. I was always hot, like Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> I was always hot. For... Maybe in those yoga pants. Oh wait, yoga pants. We didn't even talk about the nerd is doing yoga. That's a story for a different. <laughs> Not that will be yoga. an after show. If yeah. anybody has yoga pants that would fit my body type, please email them over. Uh, and then, okay, so you might be able to fit one arm in a woman's <laughs> yoga pants. Aren't you supposed to do yoga in like some kind of like a, a tunic or some loincloth a or something? Tunic? No, what is this? Gladiators? <laughs> a, tunic. a toga? Where would Dal Sim wears in Street Fighter? A mumu? Yeah. Well, he wears all those rings around his neck, right? Doesn't he stretch his neck out? Well, Bikram just wore like a diaper around his waist. That yeah, was, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Bikram that, wear. Yeah, like a sumo wrestling. Oh, I, th- I was thinking about the ring. No, nobody neck. wants to see all that. Nobody wants to see it. That's it's just like a towel with a rope around it. Lame. And that's what you no. got to wear. That's, that's all it is. Just around your nutsack. Yes. And then you got like a towel <laughs> around. Yeah. And then a rope you would, around you would your. would make a good doll sim. I would love to see you dress up as doll sim for Halloween. What did doll sim wear exactly? He had he like a sari? Exactly what. No. He wore like a, a, a like a tunic or shawl thing around his waist. And oh God, and he had a, he had a million too. earrings and then paint on his face and skulls around his neck. Uh, what if you type and in stretch out? Oh, if you type in Dalsim cosplay, you get a lot of interesting. Oh, I could do. I have to shave my head. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to turn a no, different I'm, color. Yes, and I'm not brown. That's the problem. But you are. But I am the on the inside. But I'm white. It doesn't matter. You just want to see the picture. My <laughs> nipples have no more color. <laughs> oh, I shit. know that's probably too much information. Wait, your nipples are are just the white? same as? Yes, it's like they disappeared one day. <laughs> I swear to God, that's you gotta be real. Do you have like it's... actual nipple texture, or is it just like no, it's smooth like there, a porpoise? But it's all one color, and so one day, you guys, you this is not funny. This is my life. This is how. <laughs> One day, my body surprises me. One day, I wake up, and I'm like, oh, fuck. What? My nipples fell off. Imagine he oh, wakes shit. up, and he, he doesn't have an ass anymore. It's just uh, one the cheek. The vitiligo. And his, and, and his belly button's gone. the pigment. Do you see where I'm going? To where you just it become looked like, like a Lego figure or something. It was the weird. I did not, I did not think that was going to happen. Anywho. Back to San Diego Comic Con. That was way too much. Like how much worse can it get for him? I don't know. All my hair is going to turn white. I don't know what's happening. 
God, my body just does whatever it wants. Uh, okay, rugs, hairs. I'll give you my review of the whole fucking oh, thing. Okay. A couple of funny things happened. Uh, you know how YouTube has really strict copyright uh, uh, laws there? Well, like during this, there was a Star Wars panel and CBS was showing CBS shit and they got hit with a CBS copyright claim. Oh, shit. Screen goes black like during their session. So, oh, wow. yeah. Oh, what a fail. Yeah, and that was a kind of a clusterfuck. Ah. So that happened a couple of times. That's that fucking embarrassing. And it's the rights holders doing the presentation and they get hit with the copyright claim. That's because they have no fucking idea how to do anything no. on YouTube. So everything, they just don't. Everything was on the YouTube channel and you go there and the presentation was just their website presentation was poor, clunky, hard to find things. The most surprising thing, there's like no custom thumbnails. You'd think, you know, I granted they had a few months to throw this together. I get it. They scrambled, but at least you can make a custom thumbnail saying, what the fuck, making it a little more exciting. It was just screenshots from like Zoom calls of panels. Uh, they were all pre recorded panels, so you couldn't really chime in or leave a comment that they were going to see. There was no fan interaction. Nobody, there was no buzz, like you guys said. Nobody was talking about it. Uh, and there was supposed to be some kind of virtual artist alley. I didn't see it. Where was this virtual artist alley? It was in the alley. It was li- literally in the alley. So it was just kind of overall, here's my score. Floppy jock. Is what I give Comic-Con at home. Yeah. I tuned into a couple things and I was like, this is not worth watching. The only thing I really thought was fun was like the Todd McFarlane interview. Yes. Oh, like there yeah. was a, there was a, uh, uh, on sci-fi channel, there was a documentary and then they had like a follow-up interview online. I watched that, that documentary. Cool. It's called Todd McFarlane, the hell I can't or something. And it, it was really good. It takes you through uh, the man changed. Well, the guy got rejected a bunch of times before he broke in. And that's like that's a lesson to everyone. Don't just quit because yeah. uh, people say that you suck. McFarlane was a game changer, though. He changed <laughs> he changed comics and he changed toys. Yeah. So there's there were so many panels and like it was just overwhelming. And I was like, I don't nobody has, who has time to watch all of these, first of all. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just kind of a. Kind of a bust listener. Uh, let us know if, if you checked out San Diego Comic-Con. You probably didn't. Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's an exclusive closed group just for our listeners. Or you can tweet us at Jock and Nerdcast or send us an email. Show at jockandnerd.com or your, a, a voicemail. Send a voicemail. Remember voicemail? Nobody sends in those anymore. What's that? Oh, what do you, how, how, how do you make a voicemail? You yeah, record audio and you email it to us or you click on the button on our website. Uh, There's a button. Yeah, you send a speak. Anytime I receive a voicemail from someone, it's someone that That wants money. Don't want to talk to. (laughs) That's trying to sell me something or an old relative. Or sometimes it's in Chinese, and I'm like, "Well, this clearly is wrong number." And then my my old relatives call me back when they're like, "Hey, you called but didn't leave a voicemail." (laughs) And we know that the person that calls doesn't leave a voicemail that we talk to is usually you. So voicemail is an outdated term, I guess. Send us your voice message. Well, you could speak by email us or do the Facebook yeah. group or Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, rug boy. So look, com- San Diego Comic-Con a bus. But here's what's funny. Meanwhile, on the other side of the Internet. Oh, shit. Uh, there was a fan run convention called Justice Con. What? Yes. Did you tune into that? No. Get the fuck out. The, get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. This was a fan-run <laughs> convention just about Zack Snyder's Justice League and all things Zack Snyder's Justice League. Did I you guess. get a look at that the, the panel lineup over there? there? What was the panel lineup? Who was over there? 
No, I just I had no idea. I just remember I looked on. I'm like, I don't recognize any of these people. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. But the main I think they were I think they were all women. Oh, were they? Were they running at Justice Con? Pro- I- probably. They, and uh, look, I they, that got, was they got some buzz to their credit on Saturday, the same day when San Diego Comic Con at home. They're getting some buzz because they had a panel with Zack Snyder where he said a bunch of shit, a lot of interesting things. First of all, he releases a clip of Superman in the black suit. Oh, shit. It exists. Yes, that cool. What do you guys think? He, this is when he uh, shows up uh, to Alfred, and Alfred's like. Well, he doesn't have a weird mustache that they're trying to paint out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he doesn't have a weird mustache, and he's in uh, the black Superman suit. Anthony, we thought the suit didn't exist, didn't we? Didn't somebody? Wasn't I skeptical? I was wrong. Was that you? I don't know. I, I always thought it existed. I, I always thought that Snyder was racing towards putting Superman in the black suit. I've always personally also thought that it's way too early in the Superman storyline within these movies to be putting him in the black suit, but Snyder loves dark things. Second this movie is in, yeah. Right on brand for Snyder. Second movie. Let's just make it dark. The suit looks fucking cool, though. But yes, yeah, second, cool. the second appearance of your Superman Make him evil, put him in the dark sea. Why not? Zack uh, Snyder just third. Who's coming? Yeah. This is his mantra. He's like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Oh, third appearance. You're right. Yeah, That's no, what he, he says doesn't care. Which is, He's like, fuck it, I'm doing it. I, well, and this now he gets... Let's make Superman look more like Batman. He I gets love Batman. to do it and get it released on HBO Max. So in August, DC is holding this DC fandom virtual event. That's where he's going to reveal the official title. Whether it's going to be title the movie, yes, it's what. Whether it's called <laughs> what do we? It's not Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League. He says that we want to call it Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's going to be called. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, wait. we're going to unveil the title of the movie. Yes, we know the title of the movie. <laughs> what are we? What are we talking That's about? That's what here? he says, though. <laughs> the official. He says uh, we really want the name of the movie is Zack, Zack Snyder's Snyder Justice League. Justice League. Or Zack I mean, Snyder what are we going with? Whatever is official. But they, he's also go- what a joke. He's also going. <laughs> they're still working it out. It's what he said. I said, but, yeah. Uh, but he's also said that. Wait, wait one more, one more thing yeah. before you say what he said. Yeah. Before he got let go from the movie because of his personal stuff. Yeah. The movie was titled Justice, Justice League. League. Shouldn't it still? He be called- was involved in the movie. How is he coming up with a new title to his own because movie? Because he doesn't want to confuse it with the other oh Justice League. Whatever. All and right. I'll tell you why, because he made some other interesting comments. But he's a loser. At fandom, he's also <laughs> going to announce whether it's going to be a miniseries or, oh or like God. one long thing. Apparently, he says uh, it's longer than 214 minutes at the moment. How long is that? That's long. That's over three hours. That's so, so it's a three and a half hour movie. He's got a three and a half hour Three and a half hour and 15 minute movie. So what format it's going to be? Presented in whether whether as broken up. Oh, it's a three and a half hour movie. Broken up into TV show chunks or one long movie. Just put an intermission like with Spartacus and shit. They put like a like it's a play. Uh, He's doing he's finishing this movie for free. They paid thirty million dollars to do whatever he needs, but he's not getting anything. But some idiot asked him. So this is where it gets interesting. This is a dumb question. Some idiot asked him. Are you going to use any footage that was in the theatrical cut in your version, right? First of all, that's just a dumb fucking question, knowing what's going on here. But he goes, there would be no chance on earth that I would use a shot that was made after I left the movie. There would be no way I would rather destroy the movie. I would set it on fire before I would use a single frame that I did not photograph. That is fucking hard fact. So... That Whoa. movie, imagine the wow. just That's pretty ballsy. Yes. Imagine the Justice League we watched, and you can clearly tell all the Joss Whedon shit, all of that removed. He's going to fill it back in. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's going to be kind of interesting. Kind of what everyone's asking. Yeah, for, it's right? going to be a, like a very different film. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Got Black Suit Superman. It's going to be Dark a miserable Side. film. It's going to be bleak. <laughs> it's going to make you angry. It's going to be like, that's not how the character would act. <laughs> no, I, I think it's going to get so. I mean, I'm probably not going to like yeah. it, but I think it's it's going to come out and everyone's a lot of the fanboys are going to be so happy. Yeah. That something new is coming out. That Josh Schneider, or Josh Schneider, that Zack Snyder got to finish his vision, and all the fanboys that are like DC for life, Zack Snyder is the best. They're gonna be so happy. Say, this is, and this I, I, I guess, and I guess if it gets HBO Max more subscriptions and it's new content, then cool. But you know, if you look at the Rotten Tomato scores for Justice League, I believe it scores higher than like all of the Zack Snyder movies. Uh, yeah. so yeah, but. I you know I don't know I'm kind of yeah I mean look Zack Snyder is a uh, he definitely has a viewpoint and a way of doing things that it does ruffle a lot of feathers and uh, they did they made this choice to kind of redo his movie but that was riddled with so many problems that it didn't ended up working out for them so um, it's one of these weird situations where they torpedoed this movie so bad that. Even his shitty movie might be good in comparison. <laughs> That's why I'm kind of really, like, I'm so it's curious. Like a, it's like a fucking, cl- it's such a clusterfuck. Like, okay, so they like, okay, we got to get this guy out of this movie because he's going to fucking ruin everything. And then this movie comes out and it's like, eh. <laughs> it's like an eh movie. <laughs> it doesn't make you feel anything. Yeah. You just come out of there like, I saw a movie, yeah, I guess, happens. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, now you're like, okay, even if I make this crazy fucking movie that's going to fuck people's lives up and, Number one, it softens the blow that it's not considered to be canon right. in, in that universe. Right. So you, you don't have to worry about that. And this is, you could kind of like approach it in a different way. It's like, let's watch this train wreck. Let's see what happens. I mean, and, um, I, it, it's a win-win either way. Why, whether you're yeah, watching it. No, yeah. There, yeah, there's really no downside yeah. Yeah, to releasing it's, this. It, Other than, I guess, if they just lose a ton of money and don't get enough subscriptions. And we'll see what precedent it sets. Because didn't... Somebody, there wasn't there Joel Schumacher or somebody said there's a, a extended cut of Batman Forever, and he's like, isn't he? He's dead. He right? is, but somebody wanted the Schumacher cut, and I was like, nobody, no, no nobody wants please. that. Nobody's asking for that. Don't do that. But it, what precedent this sets for other movies like Suicide Squad and David Ayer, and like the end of Rogue One, or even if the David Ayer's Suicide movie. Squad had the uh, garbage circle, uh, yeah. circling the air, yeah. Then don't don't make that. <laughs> just you. If that's the end of the movie, then forget that it. That was the end of Apocalypse too. Remember, it was just garbage circling the air. Yeah, the movie ends with the people floating and garbage circling the air. Well, yeah, that was that was the era in superhero <laughs> yes. movies where there's a beam to the sky. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so last thing about Justice League, even though Zach did get the director credit, you know, we know Joss Whedon. Had to step in and finish the movie and all the fucking stories that have been coming out about Joss Whedon on the set and have been being backed up by other people. Anyway, he was going to have a panel at Comic-Con and they removed it wisely. Wow, probably. he's fallen so far from grace. Wow, right? Yeah, I was just going to say he's just been completely canceled. Ray Fisher doubling down on everything and other people coming Remember forward. Remember when right before... Hey. Avengers and then the high from Avengers leading up to Age of Ultron. He was the king. He was of the king of nerds. the geeks. He absolutely yeah. was the king of the geeks. Well, he was that before that mm-hmm. when he did Buffy. With Buffy, like yeah, he was, but, but he, was but like, he was like altered to another yeah, stratosphere yeah, with the success of Avengers. 
But yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, like, he already had that status. People were like, because he did Firefly and Firefly and uh, yeah. Serenity, and those were like really niche, like movies, and everybody was into those things. And um, yeah, this whole Avengers Age of Ultron, like, it was kind of like a blemish, but he wasn't like I don't know how he could have fallen that far. Rise it was still fall. like Age yeah. of Ultron was still not like the most terrible movie ever seen. No. no. Got the job well, done. He had, he was lined up to do Batgirl, and then yeah, didn't he get? Yeah. Oh yeah, Me Too or something. Yeah, he did. Something yeah, he, did. I, he just existed. I think. Yes, he's just, like, he was like he's, he's an asshole. He's I'm like just, every director's an asshole, but he yeah. was a real asshole, and he's not really a feminist. He cheated on his wife, and he was. Oh right, that's what happened. Whatever. He, I don't. I, I'm it's not just making just, shit up. It oh, snowballed okay. like but, that, and uh, before you know it, so now uh, now he sucks. No, you're done. Uh, anyways, moving on. <laughs> it's so weird. To yeah. another familiar segment called "Everything's Delayed." Oh shit! Again. Oh yeah, it was, it was um that he was a feminist, and then there was stuff coming out that he cheated on his yeah. his wife or something yeah, like that. Not very good feminist, is he? <laughs> I get, how how is that not? <laughs> if you cheat on your wife, how is that not? How are you not a feminist? It's a good point. Like how does the one thing have to do with the other? <laughs> That's a good point. Wait, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> like you can you just you can have a problem with one girl. You, does that make you? Uh, I don't know. Apparently, weird. dudes had a problem with him too on set. Just wasn't wasn't just women. I guess. I mean, like I don't know what he. did. I'm not defending him. I have no idea what I'm talking about here. I just feel like that it's. I I don't really. There's nothing that sticks out in my mind other than I've heard that he cheated on his wife. Uh, that really is like, oh, that's the reason. You know, when usually you you get rid of somebody, it's like, oh, you know why, like. Louis C.K. jerked off in front of girls, right? right so you know right. what he did. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because I don't really know what he did and go, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Like, I have the quote from his oh, wife. Oh, shit. Okay. What is this? Ty Cole published an essay on industry trade site accusing Whedon of 15 years of multiple infidelities oh. and the hypocrisy of touting feminist ideals mm. while using their marriage as a shield, in quotes, for his misuse of power. Damn. Damn. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> But what does that even mean? He just yeah, I don't know. He just wasn't uh, happy. He in cheated his marriage. Yeah, he cheated on you. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. Years. I don't know. Sounds like you cheated on her for fifteen years. Like women don't cheat on guys. Like they do the same thing. We saw eyes wide shut. We know it's down. Come yeah, on, we, we know what <laughs> yeah, happens. Um, uh, you guys, everything continues to be delayed and pushed back. Christopher Nolan, who we did Dark Knight Rises last episode. Trying to bring everyone back to the theater. It's not going to happen. Tenet has been pushed back three, four times. It was pulled off the release schedule. Now it has a date, but this is what they're doing. They're going to roll it out internationally first where it's safe, where they're (laughs) a little bit ahead of the game on August 26th, followed by a limited U.S. launch on Labor Day. In, in big markets where things are clean, I guess, New York and Los Angeles. Uh, but it's going to – they're trying to open now internationally, August 26th, Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Korea, Russia, Spain, and the UK. But who knows if even that's going to happen. But then – and then a limited release here. Limited release here after Labor Day. And then based, put it out on video. And no, and then slowly bigger release as things – I don't know. The numbers go down. I mean, that stinks for him because yeah. that's just not going to yeah. work. This is it's uh yeah it's the, the slow like it's not a con- it's unconventional US yes being delayed yep. by yep. Into, uh, with international markets. Just, so you know what that means? It's just going to kill the hype for the you movie. You know what that means? Get ready to enjoy some bootlegs, people. We all get to right. see this movie the minute it hits China, basically. 
is and that's what he's trying to avoid with trying to you know put it out everywhere but he wants to save movie the way theaters. things are you, so you he's literally whatever whatever country and state has is clean numbers he's gonna let it open there and roll it out uh, everywhere meanwhile disney removes mulan entirely from their schedule they pushed back remember how the star wars and avatar movies were supposed to come out every other year starting 2023 or something well all that's been pushed back like one whole year and spider-man three is gets pushed back one month doesn't matter it's all pushed back there's gonna be no new movies in 2020 in this country i don't see it happening probably no, yeah, not, not this but what's weird is even though it seems unlikely regal and amc have set reopening dates now that everybody moved their theaters they're trying to open things up august 21st mid to late august for regal Just where though and amc in like limited markets or uh, in, wherever it's uh, safe it will plans to reopen u.s theaters it does not say <laughs> just doesn't, doesn't seem, say where and i was on the boat of yeah i'd go and now i'm just going it's probably not a smart idea no <laughs> no anything indoor it seems very suspicious right now i don't know if i'd want to be indoor oh, people i don't know and there's no new movies no and that's the thing no one's going to want to put out movies in, in a reduced capacity when nobody is going. So yeah. here is Stinks. so we'll see if the open in August. Again, everything's fluid. We've seen these days get pushed back every fucking time. Every week they push it back. But here is the big news I was teasing earlier about uh theatrical release windows. Universal and AMC theaters have forged this historic deal. They were feuding, remember? Remember yeah. AMC was like, we're not playing your pictures, Universal. Oh, shit. And Universal's like, fine, fuck you. We'll put it on VOD. We don't care. We got trolls. We got trolls world tour, you motherfuckers. What? Anyways, they've made up. They've kissed and made up. And they've signed a multi- We've got trolls, we've got world trolls on. You motherfuckers. We don't need you, AMC. AMC's like, fuck you, Universal. Uh, they're all cool now. And they have made this historic multi-year agreement basically how it stands now um, uh, the contract state the movie comes out in the theaters you have to wait 90 days for it to be able to go to streaming or video on demand yeah that's three months kids three months if you can't do the math way to do the math there rug boy yeah I'm this a genius. new multi-year agreement reduces that window to 17 days oh shit now I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. On the one hand, why would you go to the theater when you could just wait 17 days and watch it at home? Uh, There's some movies that I on would On the other hand, there the is some movies that you want to see right away. But I think this is a game changer. I mean, 17 is a very weird number. It is a weird number. I don't know why they didn't pick <laughs> like two weeks I, yeah. or like an even. It's like a week. I would say three a, weeks. Two weeks I think three weeks is like a life cycle of a movie like to make most of their money right yeah so if you're going to the movie three weeks after it comes out it's already been spoiled it's already been you know what i mean like all of the spoiler bans are lifted and shit so yeah seven it just seems like a little they should have pushed for the three week mark 17 days is weird but do you think this would so what kind of movies are going to be more wanted by these theaters now i feel like this is even a further reduction of smaller experimental low budget films because movie theaters are going to want the big blockbusters to get people in right away opening night and if it's a smaller movie where people are like fuck it i'm gonna wait they're not gonna get a chance 
Yeah, it might it might hurt the smaller movies for sure. If you if you're into seeing those mid sized or low level movies on a theater, in, in terms a screen, of budget on a big in screen, a theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there might be more more of a push for franchises, like getting the most bang for your buck as quick as possible. Because the thing about smaller movies, the way those things make money is word of mouth, yeah, right? Yeah, like so, Parasite? like either you know, or like some sort of hype with within the movie crowd, and then maybe people go see it. But most of the time, it's the word of mouth, and it's a long run where it's like, oh yeah, like that movie was good. No, did you have you heard of it? And then that person goes next week and sees. Well, it. I think that variety is is good for programming, right? So you have a theater, you got to have your big blockbuster movies and shit like that, but you got to have stuff for like, you know, counter-programming over kids and you got to have stuff for like people on date night and you might not want to be going to see Avengers if you're on a date with a girl or something, you know, or maybe you do. Maybe she wants to go and you don't. You got to have some variety out there. They just you can't they can't all be blockbuster films. Well, so, and this this is just universal, so it would you know depend on other studios making the same arrangement. So, for example, the next like F nine, Fast and Furious nine opens, but then seventeen days later, you could just rent it for twenty dollars. Oh and Watch it at home. That's kind of crazy. I w- kind of crazy. This is crazy. crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. I would do it. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. I got you saying that. You've never even seen that fucking movie, have you, you motherfucker? Hey, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. You should watch it immediately. Never seen Vacation. I don't think I've seen that one. No. That's, uh, it's Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Anyways, we'll see how that shakes out. 17 days. See if other people follow. Last thing, we have a trailer for the newest DC animated uh, movie. This time, they're doing Batman. Death in the Family. Bandersnatch. Uh, they have done something similar. There was something called Batman. Yeah, it was, right? They did Batman. No, but, but this one is specifically the storyline of Jason Todd and Batman and the Joker killing Jason Todd by vote. When Though the Red Hood is, is oh, the another, movie. Yeah, the Red Hood is the food. And then they, I think they, they mixed that into this movie. Yeah, a little bit. So, here, yeah, here's the thing. This trailer is kind of crazy. This one is directed and written by Brandon Vietti, who did Under the Red Hood. So back, oh, I liked Under the Hood. Yeah, Under the Red Hood is great. And so this is the same guy. Back in the 90s, they had a thing, or was, was it the late 80s? They you could call in. There was a phone number in the comic book and the Joker had Jason Todd in this tent in the desert with a crowbar and you could call in and vote to either kill him or save him. Oh, shit. I called in to kill him and that's eventually... You sadistic bastard. What happened? Nobody liked Jason Todd. He was a little punk. Did not listen to Batman. He'd jump into fucking action without fucking uh, paying attention. He was a loose cannon. He was a hothead like Blake... From Dark yes. Knight Rises. So uh, kill the writers. Don't yeah, kill him. Don't kill him. It's the writer's fault. <laughs> well, this Batman Death in the Family animation, apparently it's being done in a series of interactive choose-your-own-adventure shorts. Oh, shit. In the trailer, it's like Bandersnatch, Black Mirror Bandersnatch, hmm. or Kimmy Schmidt has also done it on Netflix. Well, I said Batmandersnatch, but you stepped Bat-Mandersnatch. all over it. Bandersnatch. God damn it, Ruggs. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. You get points. Yeah. Thank you. It's totally Batman or Snatch. <laughs> so you can either save Robin, kill Robin, or he escapes death. I guess there's numerous uh, points where you can change the fate. And then you see it kind of mix in to Under the Red Hood. You mix in to um, Hush. I guess maybe he becomes Hush. There's the Red Robin storyline. You guys watched this? You didn't watch this trailer? Rugs, did you watch it? What do you think? Yeah, of course. Does this look interesting? 
I'm the one who sent it to you, yeah. douche. That's true. Oh, anyway, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he was trying to set me up. Lame. It was insulting. <laughs> anyway, uh, I saw it. I think it's interesting. You got the Red Robin in there. You got, um, you know, some, of course, the scenes from Red Hood. And it looks like it, it'll be fun to do. A Bandersnatch was fun. Bandersnatch was, was fun. It was a thing. So yeah. I'll do that. Why not? Yeah, it looks like it expands on, like, the Under the Red Hood stuff that happens in there. I mean... Jason Todd is alive. He's the Red Hood. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he never did really died. It was 1988 when that comic came out, when you could call. It was a long time so ago. So, you know, in comics, no one's ever really dead. No. Anthony, what do you think? Interactive uh, DC cartoons, yay or nay? I haven't watched the trailer. Ah. So sorry. Well. But yeah, yay. Yeah. yeah I, I like Bandersnatch, you know, for what it was. And, and yeah, there's, there's room for this stuff. And have some, let's have some fun. Geek boner. Yay. Why not? Hey, what else are we doing? Yeah. Nothing. nothing. You right. know what we're doing? Dude, my balls was hot. We we're scratching our balls. We're scratching our balls. We're shaving our balls. Anthony. Yeah. Uh, you shaving your balls? <laughs> all, all the time. <laughs> Trying to think of a segue into that. Was I'm smooth. shaving my balls. Yes. I mean, with, with the lawnmower 3.0, I can shave my balls daily. I don't need to because I, my hair doesn't grow that fast. But if I wanted to, I could, and there would be no nicks. And they're made from our awesome sponsor of the show, Manscaped. Right. And they sell a lot of awesome products, including the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver. So one is like a aftershave. The other one's like a little spritz. They got all sorts of crap. So go to Jock or not jockander.com. You could go to jockander.com and just look at our faces. But go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code jockandnerd. Get 20% off and free shipping. So do it, you fucks. Yeah, well, I have a little tip for you. Oh, yeah? If you're going to shave your balls, Just make sure you have... You, <laughs> don't shave the tip like Imran. <laughs> um, you, what you want to do is you want to put the air conditioner on because if you're hot and sweaty, it's harder to shave your balls. This is very true, yes. So get the air conditioner going. Let the little balls shrivel up yeah. to the nice and toit. And then you <laughs> then you do a little manscaping. You know, if you have a window... It is, it is nice to... Yeah, you, you do have to have, a, have it cold down there to get the... If you have a window air conditioning unit, that's a rookie a, mistake, yeah, man. In the hot yeah. summer weather, you just go at it with the manscape thing. You can't. You're gonna be doing a lot of extra work. Yeah, sometimes the lawnmower 3.0 can't tell between hair and just is that loose skin? What's going on? <laughs> what is that? Well, listen, <laughs> listen the, is that a fold in the, your nutsack? The LED yeah. light on that lawnmower will really help once your balls are dry, and then you use the ball deodorant, and then you use the ball reviver, and you get tip top shape. Talking nerd. Do all that. Let us know how it goes. Jock and nerd. Is the head of your penis as white as your nipples? Uh, yes, my <laughs> nipples have disappeared, and now I can't tell the difference between my penis and the my shaft nipples. In the head. Yeah, it all just one. It just looks like a mushroom. <laughs> it's one white, blank, desolate space. With that, we're gonna take a quick break, you fucks, and play some promos, <laughs> and we'll be back with a movie review and more fucking silliness right after this. Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookie. Start listening today. And remember, the Force will be with you, always. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. 
But we wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake on this highly produced advertisement. That's right. It's the History of Bad Ideas, a.k.a. Hobie. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast and on Facebook at The History of Bad Ideas. But if you like a podcast uh, roundtable with three to five guests usually every week, depending on sick relief, uh, talking about all things geek, including movies, TV, I ain't getting paid for this shit. Blake bitching about something and ranting, uh, and comic books and anything else that we can think of. We have a top five list every week, along with a box office news, and somehow we have listeners, so they send us some feedback we answer every week. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, Spotify, and any good podcast app, because if you can't find us on that podcast app, it's not a good podcast app. Damn straight. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Listener, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy hanging out with us, geeking out with us, join our fan club. It's at jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! And uh, you'll be supporting the show on a monthly uh, basis, and you get stuff based on what tier you sign up at. And everyone gets access to a bonus RSS feed. This is a whole other podcast feed with bonus content, movie reviews, post shows, jock talk. All the shows come out early. There's a new jock talk this week. Their bottom is is very weak. Because I did guess you put it all in one, or did you separate them out? Oh, your your Corona binge reports. Yeah. Oh, there are all three this week, Anthony. Why don't you tell us what you did? This is amazing. Yeah, I just got the urge to go and see a movie that everyone's seen except me back to the future oh, and i like the first one so oh, much shit. that i watched all three Geek that was amazing i listened to all three of those and you're uh pretty much dead on but your enthusiasm after watching the first one i was like i can't believe this motherfucker's never watched back to the future welcome i, I gave it a 10 out of 10 yes oh shit yeah. i mean it, it is one of the best movies it's almost ever made. the perfect, the it's a perfect movie pacing storytelling everything it's just it just in terms of fun yeah it's one of the best movies but like, it's so clever. You've been missing out on that for the last 35 and how years. how hot is that girl in there? Yeah. Leah Thompson? Thompson. She's great. Mm-hmm. She was in Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I remember hearing that name when you guys were talking about it and yeah. not knowing what you were talking about. Although he wants to fuck his mom. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the best part <laughs> of the movie. You gotta watch oh, All the Right Moves with Tom uh, Cruise in it. Okay. She's in it? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. another 80s movie. Uh, Lawrence yeah. Martinez, Anthony, commented on your first uh, Back to the Future review. He said, oh, did he? Yeah, he said, good review, Anthony. I still remember watching this in a theater in Chicago with my cousins. I haven't listened to the reviews on two and three, but I hope you were just as happy with the sequels. Any chance you will do Ghostbusters one through three? <laughs> oh, shit. The third? Well, what, the one I don't with the know. Women? I guess that's the third one he's talking about. Have you seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, I've seen oh, you've, I, so Those you've are seen all it. movies I love. Okay, so you've seen it. It's not the same, but... Lawrence Martinez wants you to do Ghostbusters, but the fact that you just plow through all the Back to the Future, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're co- I'm jealous. You're, I know. Imagine watching that for the first time again. I know. There's no way. I was with one of my buddies last yesterday, actually Wednesday night in Chicago, and he's a big movie guy. And he goes, "Man, I really envy you." I go, "Why?" He goes, "Because you are enjoying movies yeah. that everyone's seen yes. for the longest time. Yeah. You're enjoying them for the first time with fresh eyes." Like during Corona, when there's nothing else to watch, I know. <laughs> He's like, you're you're enjoying things that everyone's just already seen, and, and just assumes everyone has seen, and your enthusiasm—it's amazing. I'm so jealous. Already been out for years. Very envious of your unique position, but way to go. 
I'm also now looking at Leia Thompson nude. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> The 80s Leia right Thompson. Nice. Oh, that's right. She was new to that one. Uh, all right. Speaking of all movies, right. let's get to our movie review this episode. Uh, this one is Netflix's latest action blockbuster based on a comic book. It's called The Old Guard. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. It's been up for a couple of weeks. I'm sure everybody has seen it by now. It's been trending. Uh, it was very buzzy. Uh, it came out on July 17th on Rotten Tomatoes. Right now, the movie is sitting at 81% with an mm. average rating of 6.52 out of 10. Uh, Netflix reported on this came out on the 15th. A week later, Netflix reported the film was on pace to be viewed by 72 million households over its first four weeks. Oh, shit. It is among the t- 10 most successful original launches in the platform's history. Uh, this movie cost $70 million to make. We don't, you know, there's the budget, no box office, of course. Directed by Gina Price by the Wood. And written by Greg Rucka, based on his comic book of the same name, The Old Guard, and that was illustrated by Leandro Fernandez. And the, I've never read the book, but the art is fantastic. It looks sharp. Have you guys, Rugs, have you read it? No. No, never read The Old Guard. Uh, so uh, the art is fucking amazing. Gina Price by the Wood, first of all, with this $70 million budget, becomes the first black woman to direct a big budget comic book film. Oh, shit. She was the one, she was working on Silver and Black back when they were going to make a Silver Sable and Black Cat movie in the Spider-Man universe. That fell through, but she kind of took what she learned prepping for a big budget movie, applied it to the old guard. And also, I believe this film also had a largely female crew behind the camera as well. So a lot of interesting things. She's done, uh, she does, she did rom-coms, Gina Price by the Wood. My well, favorite she movie from uh, her. Oh, go ahead. Uh, did she did she do uh, Love and Basketball? Love and Basketball. I was just gonna say that was my. I didn't know she did that, and I really enjoyed that film. So what is that? What is that? That's like a rom com movie. No, kind of. No. Yeah, it's more of like a drama. I mean, there's there's some comedy, but it's about two kids that grow up loving basketball, a guy and a girl, and they fall in love, and then they meet each other again as adults. And oh. Yeah, it's it's more of a drama. She's also done The Secret Life of Bees, and she directed an episode of Cloak and Dagger. I don't know if it was the first episode, but you kind of get a little bit of that Cloak and Dagger feel, which I love that show. Uh, This movie stars Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron also producing this movie as uh, Andy, Kiki Lane as Niall, Matthias Schoenartz as Booker, Marwan Kanzari, Luca Marinelli, Chiwetel Ejiofor as Copley, Harry Melling, Van Veronica Ngol, Nachka Karam, <laughs> Meti Tauli. These are great names. Anna Maria Marinka uh, and a bunch of other people. Anthony, what was uh, the old guard about? The old guard is about this group of people that seem to live forever or a lot longer They're than old. most. They're old <laughs> and they guard, they guard the earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... They go on missions to guard the earth and they get set up by someone who's looking to mine them for their longevity. And in the midst of that, there is a new person that they discover who is now able to heal very quickly. And yeah, this movie's like uh, Wolverines protecting the earth in all different shapes and sizes. Yeah, immortal mercenaries, healing factor. 
Right. Uh, a bunch of Wolverines living through history, changing, saving people. What'd you think uh, of the old guard, Anthony? Let's start with you. So I saw that this movie was getting some decent hype. Didn't decide to watch it until you made me watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I wrote this down, is kind of like... If you like pizza and you like <laughs> toppings on your pizza, yeah, I like pizza. I like toppings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and then yeah. that that asshole Mushrooms. orders like a cheese pizza. There's no toppings. That's what this movie oh, is. Shit. It's like, there's no, there's nothing to this. This is such a a bland movie, and like you have these big names like Charlize Theron and Chitwell Chitwell Eafor, yeah. and you just stick them in this this super mediocre movie. Like there's. <laughs> Very like interesting things that they could mine with the longevity and how they've been going throughout history and saving the world inadvertently and all sorts of crazy shit and maybe some good action and it's just got none of that. And I, I want to be the first to say this. This movie is the first movie in a while where I've noticed that the music is just awful. That the music choices yeah, yeah, yeah. of like poppy mainstream it out, it? that are like on the nose mm-hmm. of what's happening in yep. that scene. So bad. Telling you how to feel <laughs> during the scene, maybe a little bit. They, there's a, they play a Khalid song, which yeah. I just started laughing. Um, <laughs> so overall, it makes me sound like I hate this movie. I don't hate this movie. Yeah. I just think it's incredibly mediocre, especially with the, the amount of material and the acting talent that's involved. All so, right, there you fair, go. Very interesting. Uh, Rugs, what did you think of the old guard? Well, I came at it with... This is Highlander, except boringer. Um, I mean, like, look, they spent... It is Highlander. Look, every, every single Highlander movie, yeah. had. you put them all together, they still don't have the budget that this movie has. Yeah. So this movie's got this great budget, uh, good actors. I mean, you had, like, bottom-of-the-barrel actors in Highlander. Highlander. Yeah. All right? But What's the, the dude's concept- name in Highlander? Uh, the main guy? Connor McLeod. No, no, the actor. Oh, Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. That's right. Um, I think his name is Connor McLeod. I don't remember. But like uh, Highlander is a movie about immortals that and they, they have this cool thing. There's a cool dynamic that basically they have to like hide from each other because they can sense one another. And if they kill each other, then the person absorbs the other person's power. It can be only so, one. So they can. Yeah. So basically they have to kill each other. Yeah. So they can't team up, and it makes you very paranoid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they're going to fucking find each other. And every time he walks into a new town, he's got to be worried about there's another one out there that's looking for him. So they're all like – it creates this instant drama. And there's not there's nothing like that. They're just like hanging out together and just like fucking we're going to get old together. And it's like it's like watching what, what we do in the shadows with machine guns. Oh, shit. Which is like if you watch that show, it's a bunch of old vampires just sitting around like doing whatever and – you know, they're talking about the old days back in the fucking uh, Inquisition and shit. That's what so, they like, do in this movie. But um, I did I did enjoy this film. It just for some reason, it just kept on dredging up Highlander when I was watching yeah, it. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is like uh, it, it's basically a a new version of Highlander or like a a, it's a different take on M- a M- take on yeah, Highlander. Yeah. And um, it's just less interesting because you don't have that factor of people trying to kill each other. That are of the same strength and and all that stuff. So there's the the drama is just like these this mundane drama. Like oh, people want to analyze them and take their uh, figure out their DNA so they could give everybody eternal life. And that's a stupid concept. You don't want to give everybody eternal life, right? So um, I don't know, but I did enjoy it. I think that um, it's a good jumping off point 
to make some other movies. I just hope that there's more pizzazz in it. I felt like it was watered down. I felt like it was good. There was good stuff in there. There's some good bones in there, but it was a little bit like watered down and kind of milk toast. Um, it didn't have the bite that it could have had, the drama that it could have could have had. And I didn't think that like everybody was hitting it out of the park in this movie either. There are some people like cash and paychecks. <laughs> Just you know? voting it in a little bit. Little bit. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much agree with both, both of you guys. I watched this movie right away when it came out, and then I saw all the reviews, and the headlines were like, oh, a, a fresh superhero movie brings something new to the genre, the best action movie on Netflix. And I'm like, did I watch the same Did they see fucking- Extraction? I know. I'm like, did I <laughs> watch Extraction, the same Extraction, fucking- I came out with a huge boner for yes, the- it. Yeah. I was like, no matter how lame the story was yeah. of Extraction, and how many times you've seen that before, it was done with such a plomb. Yes. That, that, so, <laughs> I, I, I pulled it out of a, like, plomb. a plomb out of my ass. But like, <laughs> it, it was done so well that I was like, oh shit, like, even something this dumb could be fun because it was directed by a dude who knew how to shoot action and make shit fun. So if you were to compare it to Extraction, though, exactly. Uh, I While I did find there was a lot of interesting concepts, I kind of like the concept, the premise of these immortal mercenaries and how like they affect people throughout history. Uh, she brings some fresh things with the relationship, like the Nikki and Joe you know, gay relationship just being matter of fact and they have this amazing scene that normally would have been like a man and a woman and it's just two dudes and it works really well uh and uh the new girl is also good and i think it has more character development than, than extraction like extraction the oh characters yeah i think on a character basis right th- it's got good bones yeah. the story's got good bones to it it just doesn't have flair extraction that 12 minute fucking uh, action scene in the middle of the movie is so amazing. Still sticks out. That is something new for that genre. This movie has nothing like that. The action yeah. is decent, but it's largely forgettable. I, I was going to just interject because you, you guys brought up an extraction. Brought up extraction. This that was the movie I was com- kind of comparing yep, this to. Yep. Obviously, because Netflix, big name, throw it in a Netflix big budget movie. Extraction can at least hang its hat on just awesome action. Mm. This movie. What is it hanging its hat on? Is it the story? Is it the the comic book lore? Is it the action? Is it the big names? It's nothing. Yeah. It's just in little pieces of all of those things, but really excelling at nothing. And like I was thinking about what makes you know awesome superhero movies, and I'm you know thinking about Marvel and, and their recent success. And it's like the characters in those movies you you enjoy hanging around them. In this movie. None of these characters, like what, what distinguishable characteristics about any of these characters can you latch on to? Even Charlize Theron, what is her just because she's saving people? But like, what is what is the quality that makes you go, I want to follow that character? She, I think she's phoning it into this. Movie, I didn't really, and I didn't really buy that these people have been living for hundreds and thousands of years. Like, wouldn't they be better fighters? Wouldn't they have more shit figured out if you've been? Well, around yeah, that's this one long? of the things that I think that, uh, like the. It was lacking. I felt like that it didn't feel lived in enough. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that um, there was touches there. They're trying to set it up. They're setting up things. I feel like that whenever you get into a place where it's not the wheelhouse that everybody's comfortable in, yeah. like you can tell. Like you can tell it's not the wheelhouse. Like it's not giving you the right the right feel. But yeah. um, look, I'm not saying it was a, it was like a, 
a complete failure. I did enjoy watching it. Yeah, I was just like, it's, it's okay. Especially at the end where they introduced the, that character that's going to be the big bad. So that was one of my favorite uh, parts of this movie was. And that I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, why is this happening at the end of this movie? Why are they saving it? Why are they They're setting it up for the second you movie? Sit through this movie yeah. when the next movie is going to be actually interesting. The horrifying and, and that story. That is actually a horif- yeah, horrifying. Quinn death. and you see for five hundred years. Imagine drowning and then coming back to life and immediately drowning again in a metal box in the water under the ocean for five hundred years. That's the only thing that like stuck out to me throughout this whole movie. I was like, oh fuck that. But Anthony, I disagree. I really liked. Charlize Theron in this. She kicks ass. So you can make a case that she's a legit action star, you know, a Mad Max. She's an atomic blonde. She's done some other things. She would have made a great Captain Marvel, maybe like back in the day, maybe a few years mm. ago, I thought. I thought I thought she was super bland. Really? Mm. I thought yeah. she did a good job. I thought what they did to her character, I, I didn't think, I think she was fine. I think that she did great. I think she like, as far as she did her own action and she did that well yeah. and all that stuff. Um, I think that the fact that they made her killable doesn't add to the story. It actually ruins the character. Yeah, that because I didn't, now you yeah. have this leader yeah. that's completely uh, uh, expendable, and now now she's gonna have to like, how is she gonna compete with somebody who can't die? And like they don't explain how they got immortal or why she's not immortal anymore. It doesn't or matter. Will she get it? It doesn't again? matter while they were immortal. I, 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 I don't think it matters. I, I think not. like in Highlander, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. You just you just know that there's immortals. And they can sense each other's presence and stuff like that. And um, and I love the fact in Highlander that they have a tradition that they have to fight with swords because it's the old way. Yeah, I, I would agree with the rugs. I don't think it matters that they're immortal yeah. and that they didn't tell us. And the reason I've learned that because is in Back to the Future, they never tell us why a 15-year-old boy is best friends with an 85-year-old man I was, you, you know what? <laughs> in three goddamn movies, no, they, and it works. And they never expl- so and they, you don't need to explain but, everything, but, but I just don't think... Go ahead, sorry. No, what, but in the 80s, you had suspension of disbelief where, sure, these guys are, are friends. Yeah, that's, not a, that's not an 80s storytelling technique. It's just a technique you can use. <laughs> when I heard you say that on your review, I was like, you need to watch Rick and Morty because it's exactly... <laughs> That relationship just turned up a hundred notches, and it's wacky, and it's like, why is he hanging out with this old dude? <laughs> this old scientist dude makes no sense. I, I do want to emphasize, although I'm shitting on the movie, that it's not bad per se. It's just for me, meh. Just it like, is, it, yeah. It, what, like what there's in the action is fine. Yeah. It's fine. What I mean, what what what's the standout thing? Like oh, one of the things is like. You have John Wick and you have all these other movies that came out with the action for this to kind of be under par, like not, not like it's like terrible. This is better than a lot of movies you're going to see, but it's just like, now you have all these action flicks that are coming out. And if you're hanging your hat on this movie being an action film, you got to at least, you got to at least get close. You got to at least or bring something different to the table. Yes. Yes. Which is, it's getting harder nowadays to 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 bring something. Look, all these movies are starting to feel the same. I didn't think this movie was original. It was kind of clunky and predictable. But look, every movie has this, right? Like, how far off was Extraction from John Wick? Well, they're all formulaic, and this one it was full of genre tropes. You have a tortured antihero. 
You got the betrayal of the good guy. You have an over-the-top villain who that guy sucked. The fucking CEO of that company was horrible. <laughs> then you have the 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 his right-hand man uh, having a change of heart, and then you have new person training, and then you have more faceless bad guys to shoot at. They're wearing masks. You don't see their faces. This yeah. is like in every movie now. It's yeah. true. Yeah, it seems like Netflix kind of is hanging their hat on just. It was kind of disappointing in that their extraction I felt like was a like a okay we're 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 hanging our hat on at least we can like excel in one field yeah. of of a movie and then this went right back to like oh like this is kind of what if these streaming services are pushing their money towards movies we're gonna just get mediocre stuff and that, that's kind of disappointing. I mean the only thing new like I said is that Joey and Nick romance just these out gay characters matter of factly being out. I thought that was refreshing. And the new girl. I mean, it's I mean yeah. it is refreshing, but I mean, on Netflix, you see tons of that. Yes, you do see that it's, all the time. So it's like, it's not like that you're going to the theater and seeing it. It's you're seeing it on Netflix. And we've seen that on Netflix all the time. There's nothing but stuff like that. So um, is it great? Yeah, sure. Like, did it, did it uh, hinder the movie in any way? Or did it, it was a big plus, I guess, I for for a lot of people. So, yeah, it's there. I mean, but I mean, like, uh, does that make it the greatest movie just because you're representing certain lifestyles? It is better than that other movie, Rugs. I don't know if you ever got a chance to see The Last Days of American Crime. I watched that. No, I didn't. It's a piece, I really that, like, it's the a piece of shit. I watched that movie. Don't waste your time. I had so many questions about their immortality. So did our listener, Bob Brasky, on Twitter, at Bob Brasky. Bob Brasky! It just it just ends when it you conveniently need the 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 them to age out of it. They're like, I can't uh, heal anymore. That's it. I'm done because of the story made me. It's like Menudo when the Menudo guys <laughs> aged out. You just got a new kid and brought him in. Yeah, pubes. You're out of the yeah, band. Oh my kid. god, he's got his voice is breaking. <laughs> Kick him out. Uh, Bob Brasky says, I have questions about the old guard. What happens when they're dismembered or dis decapitated? That was my question. That, is that is that death? Like, is that how you kill these people? Just cut well, their head. Well, I guess. I mean, that's Highlander. That's what you do. You cut their I think their they head just up. regenerate because well, even the when head? that guy's stomach was exploded, yeah, it all came, they regenerated. Came, but how would you regenerate another head if your head gets chopped off? I guess your head regenerates. <laughs> it just takes you a very long time. But it's just like, how do you know when it runs out? I guess that's kind of interesting. Like, you could get hurt, and and one time finally it doesn't heal, and now you know. Yeah, I mean You're the done. unpredictability of it though is, is can be a, could be mined for interesting stuff. I will. I'm I'm down for the sequel. They this got all the setup. Got the setup out of the way. I want to see how Quinn got out of that fucking watery grave and what the deal is. The whole time I was watching this, I was like, I want to see Highlander revival. <laughs> That's I'm like, it's so much cooler. Why doesn't somebody do that? Because like Highlander, like you have to really know what the fuck you're doing. Because think about this, like. When they made Highlander, they had no idea. It's really good. Right? Yeah. But now that we know what action is. Yeah. And now that we know, like, okay, if someone's been alive for like a thousand years and they've been doing sword play every day and fucking kicking ass, they would be so great yes. at it. In fact, they would be the Batman. They would be fucking I was Batman. Like, these guys shouldn't, you can't, shouldn't be able to touch these guys. They've been fighting. No, they're for untouchable. They have years. fucking everything figured yeah. out. You would know. Uh, well, how are you getting fucking hit? So I imagine you have trap, like you skill level like John Wick plus like fucking uh, like a sword master, like a master of fucking is eventually that you have to go sword to sword. Yeah. Right. That's the tradition. It can only be one. There can only be one. So um, 
I would just love to see that done with like that kind of thinking where you're like, you're alive for a thousand years. You've, you're a fucking multi-billionaire. You have all these shell companies. You got a fucking bat cave in every town. And you fucking, you're waiting for some motherfucker you to alive. challenge you. Yeah, you got to survive and stay alive. And then everybody inherits your wealth and takes all your I shit. I mean, at least they use swords and she had a cool axe sword thing and it was no, bloody. No, I mean, it was, cool. it was cool, but it just made me kept thinking of Highlander. The pop music, though, Anthony, the second time I watched this, the music took me right out of it. I was like, this fucking music. The music is so oh bad. Oh, my God. It's so forced. And it- it's so bad. It's like <laughs> it's it's like this director and whoever was in charge of music was had never put music. I've never watched a movie and decided where to put music or it was just like, I like these songs and I'm going to throw them in this movie without any th- thought of how I this mean, fits into this so movie. Those parts of the movie, it had a certain soulfulness, but those parts of the movie reminded me of like a, like a lifetime movie or like a, you know, a Bravo so thing where it, it, it made the, it made the film. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, right? it just de- de-escalated <laughs> the, pizzazz and the the any sort of shine on the film of this being a theatrical type thing yeah it lowers it all right well good i think that's enough on the fucking old guard i think uh we're all let's give it a number on the same page what would you rate it rugs give it a number i think i would give it a six because it's a movie it's a movie (laughs) they film things all right that's decent anthony six for me would be i i thought it was good Ah. five would be it's just a movie. Okay. So I'm going five and a half. Five and a half. Damn, I'm going to go <laughs> six and a half. That to me is like, it's okay. I mean, it's look, decent. it's got potential. It and I do like a lot of the stuff that they, as I said, the bones of this film. Which was I just more don't original. Think, I just think that there wasn't any flair. There wasn't any pizzazz or anything that really like was memorable about the action. I mean, there was action that was cool. Yeah. But I can't remember it. Because it's nothing stuck stuck out. And what about the flashbacks? Like some of the stories they were trying to tell from hundreds of years ago, but then it didn't. It just looked weird when they would cut to that stuff. It didn't feel like organic no, to the no, movie. No, it was very clunky. It's they very failed clunky. to bridge all those things. Yeah, yeah. But those those stories were interesting. I like the whole thing of how he figured out that she saves this person, and then two generations later, he cures cancer or whatever. Like she she finally sees her effects of what's been going on. And now he's on their team, but now she's immo- she's mortal and she can die. And they're going to, I don't know. There's still a thing. And the new girl training. You got to do the new girl fucking trope, new person training. Um, all of that. All right, good. So it's just a good movie. Uh, just, yeah, it's okay. Since we're talking about a Netflix release, let's, I wanted to talk about some streaming war updates. Talking nerd. Uh, a lot of things coming out. Like we've had a whole new streaming service launch uh it, this month july 15th the cock the peacock <laughs> is live um i've had the cock since april because if you had xfinity you would have already had access to the pre-launch of the cock but on july 15th it came out for everyone anybody check this out you guys i got the cocks since they rolled the cock out <laughs> oh you yeah. did get the cock did you yes i did and i am enjoying the cock okay i mean is it worth it um it's free, so yes. It's free, <laughs> but yeah. but it's free, but there's some uh, addendums. Anthony, are you uh, have you interested in? Have you seen this? I have not found or actively looked for access to the cock. So, so again, if you have Xfinity, so here's okay. Here's how it breaks down. First of all, it's the peacock. They really ought to do a partnership with Manscaped. 
Oh my god, Peacock and Manscaped. Shave the cock. All the shit. That's so good. Trim the feathers. Trim the feathers of Manscaped on the Peacock. It is free with ads for everyone, yeah? And you don't get all the shows. With the free account, you get all of NBC's like back uh, library, all the shows, all the old shows, classic shows, your Cheers and your fucking um, Seinfeld and Office. Not yet. It's still coming. Uh, you can bump it up to premium for four ninety nine, which unlocks original programming, but you still have ads. Or you could go to Premium Plus for ten ninety nine a month, where it is ad free and you get the original shows. Now, the beauty of having Xfinity, all Xfinity members already get Peacock Premium for free when you just log in. So I get the premium one with the original content. Rugs, you're just on the free one. Yeah, so I can't see all the free stuff, but I've been watching some of the, like the 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 free. I can't watch all of the pay for stuff. What have you been? Wa- watch- what have you been watching that you like on there? So I watched far? Spartacus. Oh, Spartacus is on there. Yeah, I watched. I think I watched Spartacus on there, and I was like, oh shit! Like I'm talking about the old, the old Stanley Kubrick three and a half hour movie with uh, Spartacus. Uh, who's in that? Uh, Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Yeah. Yes. And I watched that, and I enjoyed myself. You got Battlestar Galactica. The I watched Battlestar yeah, Galactica the on there series and the miniseries. Oh fuck! I went and watched the miniseries again. I'm like, it's still fucking great. So all NBC's current shows they will appear on Peacock one day after they air on TV. So that's kind of cool. You can get new stuff right now. There's no separate profiles like some of the other streaming companies do, and there's no play from the beginning button, which is really annoying. These should, yeah, everybody they should always have a play from the beginning button. Uh, that is. That's a huge miss. Hulu doesn't have that either. It annoys should the shit be out of me. standards now yes. at this point. You shouldn't yes. be missing on these things. Make a profile, and then you got like 10 seconds back. You got play from the beginning. Uh, Peacock is available on most devices except for Roku and Amazon Fire TV. Ah. Boo, just like HBO Max, which is still not on Roku or Amazon Fire TV. Wow, so that's fucking They're locked crime. out of the same way kind of HBO Max is with negotiations. Um, I did watch a bunch of the original shows this week. Oh, there's another cool thing it has. It has channels. So there's like channels where there's just news on all the time or like there's one office channel. They just play episodes of the office, but like live TV and with, well, no, but it's in the app. There's channels like it's set up like live TV. So my favorite channel that I've just had on, there's a Saturday night live channel and it just plays like a block of like John Belushi sketches and then it'll do like holiday sketches. And it's just Saturday night live skits 24 seven, constantly running. It's awesome. I loved it. You could just throw it on and you come back and you laugh and you walk away and you're like, Oh, this one is amazing too. So original shows. Here's what I checked out. They have a show called brave new world. The space on 1984. Uh, sorry, not 1984. I want to, I want to check that out. All this Huxley's book. I think he wrote it in 1984, similar to 1984. Brave New World. Uh, Rugs, I checked out the first episode. It was all right. High production value. It is a modern take. They take drugs a lot. Soma. Yeah, it's the same thing like in the book. You take Soma. Everyone is dope to be compliant, but it's a modern take of like programming and conditioning on a you know global government level. Uh, I watched one episode and I was like, that didn't really hook me. These other two shows, though, kind of hooked me. There is a comedy, half-hour comedy called Intelligence with David Schwimmer. Yes, Ross from Friends is back. Uh, and all these shows, by the way, they're all British shows with Sky TV. So they're all British cast. This one, though, Ross plays an NSA agent who gets sent to London to work with 
British intelligence, cyber terrorism, internet terrorism, and he's a, he just plays an asshole. He's a dick the whole show. He's a cocky dick who doesn't know anything. It's kind of funny. Interesting thing about this show, there's a dude named Nick Muhammad on here who plays like the sidekick, the bumbly comedy. He's a brown guy, Indian dude. He actually wrote and created the show. Oh, shit. By Nick Muhammad. I was like, go Nick Muhammad. Fucking brown guy making a show. Now, if Brave New World was written by a brown person, would you have liked it more? Yes, 100%. Absolutely. I would be all in. Uh, Intelligence is six episodes. It was kind of funny. I watched all of it. And then the last show was kind of interesting. It's a drama called The Capture. Also British, but this one is about how in London they have hundreds of CCTV cameras everywhere. So there's an incident with a soldier, and it looks like he did something on this CCTV, except he's saying... That's not what happened. So it delves into this mystery of is someone hacking the feed? Can you manipulate deep fakes? It goes into deep fakes. Can you manipulate live surveillance feed and get people to believe it? There's a conspiracy. That one's not bad. I would, that one got me hooked and uh, I got one episode left. It's also six episodes. I got to find out what happened. So that's the cock, everyone. All, all episodes of Saturday Night Live are all on the cock. We're still talking about the cock. I the tuned cock. You out. Yes, the cock. No, we're, we're moving on from the cock. So as far as the rest of the streaming, tons of streaming services, the Emmy nominations came out this week. Oh, shit. And it's a great way to judge how these streaming services are holding up, even the new ones. So leading all places, Netflix lands 160 Emmy nominations. Jesus. Yes, the first time it has had the most nominations out of anyone. Uh, so that's wild. Also on Netflix this week, Umbrella Academy season two will be out by the time this show posts on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. It is. You're going to have to watch it, Anthony. Ugh. I heard this season is better than the first. It's 93% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. 8.5 out of 10. Also, Rugs. Trans- I have no appetite for watch starting a TV show, especially that one. 10 episodes of Umbrella Academy. You fucking start watching that shit. We will review it when everyone has watched it. I'm excited. Uh, Rugs, Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Part 1. Geek Boner. It's out today. I'll give it a spin. Looks cool. It's like anime Transformers. All right, I'm into that. HBO gets 107 Emmy nominations. Watchmen leads all shows 26 nominations overall. Including outstanding limited series. Oh, it's gonna definitely win a Regina bunch. Gina King got a nomination. Jeremy Ironman's got a nomination. I think, but it was nominated as best new series instead of what it is, which is a limited series. Because I don't think they're making more. So that's kind of weird. Let that come out in the wash. Uh, Amazon thirty Emmy nominations, mostly uh, for marvelous Mrs. Maisel that always kills. This year, you know, is the first year. There's no Game of Thrones. There's no Handmaid's Tale from Hulu. So you have all these new people getting Emmy nominations. Uh, Hannah season two. Also, I watched that. It's fucking great. Hannah season one and two are so good. They're both watch both of them. Uh, I gotta watch it. Yeah. Season two starts out slow, and then every episode just fucking picks up, and it doesn't stop till the end. Fantastic. Hulu, 26 Emmy nominations. Hulu, also, if you log in, has an upgraded look, everybody. Oh, shit. They ha- yeah, the old way was annoying. It was really bad. So they've cleaned up their interface yeah, a little look bit. At it. I don't know if I noticed the old, the new look. It's more, it's easier to it just find looks like things. Netflix. Yeah, it looks uh. like everything else. It's grids and sliding tiles. Uh, highly recommend the Adam Sandberg movie Palm Springs. Yeah, it was good. Oh my God, uh, Anthony, have you heard about Palm Springs? Maybe. 
You might like it. It's Andy Samberg, and if you watch the trailer and give the description, I'm going to give a slight spoiler, spoiler alert. Because really, the best way to watch it is just watch it without knowing anything. Right? Well, then you're going to give me a spoiler. Fuck. But if you read the description, <laughs> it's in there. Okay, I'm going to give you him do the... It. I'm going to give him the... I want Yeah, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to give him the, the lowdown. Yeah. It's about a wedding party and what happens during that wedding party. But then... Some fucking crazy sci-fi shit happens. So it oh, starts okay. as a straight-up rom-com, and then manipulates deftly into a I sci-fi love that Imran, romance. Imran cannot even when someone gives a synopsis, he still has to give the synopsis over the top. It's listen, it's so good. I'm so <laughs> surprised. I mean, you know, it's not like let's not build it up for him. It's okay. It's fun. It's a fun little. I thought it was surprising. A fun little flick because you see Andy Samberg, you're like, oh, this is an Andy Samberg movie, and it kind of is, but it isn't. But check TV it out. show, you mean, right? Uh, TV sh- Well, no, movie. He's been in movies. Sandberg. No, but this is the Emmys. The, well, but this is a movie on Hulu I'm talking about, Palm Springs. Oh, but the Emmys nominate? No, I'm just recommending Palm oh, Springs oh, on Hulu. Okay, you have this in your little Emmys thing. I'm combining both both of like, here's the well, Emmys. You're confusing things now. Well, just watch Palm Springs, everyone. Right. I say everyone watch Palm Springs. Let me know what you think. I will watch Palm Springs because you recommended it, and I will gladly watch that over the damn uh, Umbrella Academy. Then watch Umbrella Academy season two afterwards. Uh, moving on, Disney Plus. First time out the gate gets 19 Emmy nominations. Oh, shit. Mandalorian picks up 15, I think, Emmy nominations. Outstanding drama series and a bunch That's of That's pretty others. good. Yeah, what, right? Out the gate, their first fucking original show on Disney how, Plus. How much do you guys know though about that? Like, I don't. I, that it seems like a lot, but I don't know anything about the Emmys and how many nominations come out and how many people. I, get to nominated. be honest with you, I never fucking paid attention to how many nominations there were. Right. I so this is the first time I'm hearing how many. When he said 160 nominations in Netflix, I, I was like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, seems like I have no idea. An award. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets. Everybody gets an Emmy. I just have no concept of what the Emmys. How it works. Well, let's put it in perspective, yeah, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. You only get X amount of films a year. Yeah. But literally TV and streaming and all this Hundreds. stuff is like limitless. Yeah. It's that's, just, that's exactly what I was going to go with is yeah. like, if you're a follower of the Emmys, right? Yeah. How much TV, like you're investing days of your life into oh, yeah. different shows. Oh, yeah. Like how, how can you possibly I think they watch this? just one show. I think they get to watch one show that they pick for them to watch. Uh, huh. like, well, like, well, yeah, I, I'm just wondering, like the no, the people that are nominating, they'd have to, watch, to watch full seasons so of all the shows from all these different networks. Yeah, that's that's. That, I mean, that's it seems impossible. I mean, I have a list here with the breakdown of like the programs and how many Emmys they got, but they're all uh, multiple uh, episode shows. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking of the uh, logistics of. Movies is much easier. Yeah. In in comparison. TV critics though, I was Oh yeah, it's so much better. I listened to this I mean, one podcast from the Hollywood Reporter TV critic and he's just like I just wa- he just watches everything. You think I watch everything? This motherfucker watches well, everything. What's his job? He gets paid. Yeah, he apparently this from everyone that I kind of follow, this era that we're in of TV shows is going to be considered the golden age of TV. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's like a lot of people think this is on par with movie making or might like surpass in terms of entertainment. Well, value. so look, listen to these TV shows. Here's the top Emmy nominated shows. You got The Watchmen, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Ozark, Succession, The Mandalorian, Shit's Creek, The Crown, Westworld, Handmaid's Tale, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race that always wins Emmys. 
Insecure, Killing Eve, The Morning Show, Stranger Things, What We Do in the Shadows, Better Call Saul. Uh, it goes on and on. Hmm. Uh, a, another new streaming service, Apple TV Plus, actually got 18 Emmy nominations. Oh, shit. That show, The Morning Show, got eight nominations. And I've, I've not seen, watched anything on Apple TV Plus. It was okay. Apparently, it's getting... Nobody subscribed, but it's getting Emmys. And even Quibi. Oh, shit. 10 Emmy nominations. That seems like a fucking farce. Uh, the Quibi nominations came in the short form categories. There's a show called Free Ray Sean. And the Anna Kendrick comedy Dummy and the Reno 911 reboot got an Emmy. Fucking Quibi is getting Emmy nominations. So that's the Emmy rundown. Meanwhile, the last streaming service that hasn't died yet dc universe just re- announced that they are no longer offering yearly subscriptions because yeah, they got nothing yeah, going on, on everything's that gonna be it's yeah. everything's gonna be done so they've cut the yearly subscriptions i don't know how much i guess we still get it for whatever's left over yeah it's i mean just they didn't have enough on there no and they just they have hbo max now put it on hbo well, max yep think about how fucked up this is like you try and launch a platform and then COVID comes out and you can't make anything. Yeah. We are, we are about to hit, crazy time. we're going to hit this gap of content at some point. At some it's point, coming. there's going to be nothing new. Like everything will be exhausted, right? And then you're going to have to wait because they didn't. You just got to watch Battlestar Galactica. You just catch up on, on all the Back to the Futures like Anthony <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do news from the nation. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Every time he makes Anthony laugh. I've been doing, I've been actually walking around the past few weeks and just out of nowhere going, it stinks. It stinks. <laughs> I got him doing the it stinks from the critic. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and, I, and I don't really understand why like, I'm doing Why it. am I saying this? This is my secret. I'm secretly programming Anthony. I don't uh, even know what it's from. <laughs> it's from a show called The Critic with John Lovitz. That's what, that's what I thought it was, but I wasn't 100% sure. He was the movie critic. He just hated everything. Just say it stinks. <laughs> Thanks. Just like me. Yeah, yeah, he's just like Rugboy. That's why we had to use that clip. Uh, remember a couple of episodes ago, I think it was the second episode of 1999 movies where I was talking about our f- awesome Facebook group and how everyone was so good looking. And then Anthony laughed for some reason and uh, couldn't keep a straight face. And then I mentioned Jordan Wall. Well, Jordan Wall heard that nerd. and wrote in. He says, catching up on last week's episode, cracking me up with the name drop, but you left out most intelligent. He's right. We have the most intelligent fans. Absolutely loving these 1999 reviews and looking forward to the next batch. Thanks for keeping the content coming. I forgot what I was laughing at people in our group being good looking. Yeah. Remember, I was like, we have the best, most talented, greatest looking listeners. And then you started oh, right. cracking up and blew my whole thing. I'm sorry. But we do. We have the most intelligent, (laughs) best looking, most talented, awesome listeners. They're all in our Facebook group. This is true. (laughs) And then Blake Brady. The kind of people that would be attracted to this nonsense nonsense have to be good looking and very talented. And and smart. We got PhD people listening. I don't know why. Oh, shit. But thanks for listening. Uh, Blake Braden wrote in 
uh, based on last week's What the Fuck Dark Knight Rises, saying, very entertaining. I disagree with some of the WTFs, but still a great episode. Also, Anthony, not to fear, peak physical age for male adults is now 27 to 31. Oh. Live it up this last year. I, I commented on that, and I went, I'm 32, so I'm basically Aww. washed up at this point. What? Lame. Yeah, you missed it. I missed my peak, or I, I lived through it already. <laughs> but then he also I didn't know it. <laughs> you you still got it. You can still peak. I haven't peaked yet. <laughs> oh god, I'm you, never gonna. You peak. never peak. <laughs> he also commented. I'd like to point out another what the fuck moment that I'm not sure was mentioned. Probably not a good thing to drag a nuclear bomb along a street or smash yeah, it into buildings thirty seconds prior to explosion. <laughs> I, I believe I brought that up, but that's a good point. Yeah, just willy-nilly with this decaying nuclear weapon. Not smart at all. Thanks for writing in, everyone. Last thing, some announcements. I was on another podcast, guys. Oh, shit. I'm moonlighting again. I've been wow. moonlighting. Get no the fuck loyalty. out of here. No. Fuck that show. That's what I say when I go on other shows about this show. No, that's not what I do. <laughs> uh, this podcast, was. I answered a random tweet, and it is actually a really great movie review concept podcast it's called piecing it together hosted by a lovely fellow named david rosen here's the concept of the show he gets a guest on they pick a movie and then each person brings puzzle pieces or in other words other movies that inspired this movie and they review the movie going through the puzzle pieces inspirations of the movie and it's a lot of fun i was like this is a fucking great idea for a movie review podcast don't you think? What was that? What was that again? Uh, yeah, anybody, I follow that anybody paying attention? I wasn't paying attention to be honest. I honestly was. I was scrolling through things and trying to follow it. I'm trying to tell you about a fun show <laughs> with a really good concept. What is the concept again? The concept. <laughs> it's called Peace. I'm going to start over like this never yeah, happened. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> leave, it, leave all this in the show. Hey, guys. Yeah, I, was I was on I, another I, podcast. I pulled an Anthony. I started looking at my phone. Hey, guys, I was recently on another podcast I want to tell you about. Oh, go ahead, please. <laughs> it's called Piecing It Together. Anyways, you motherfuckers, David Rosen is the host. The movie we talked about was 7500 on Amazon. Joseph okay. Gordon-Levitt uh, hijacked plane movie. And the concept of the show is you show up with puzzle pieces, which are other movies that you think inspired this movie. And that's how you review the movie, by talking about the inspirations of it. So you think about like movies that it could have ripped off. Yeah, movies that made you think of another movie or that Didn't you, I just do that with this other movie? Yeah, we, we kind of did. It's Highlander. Yes, we just pieced it. They just took well, Highlander could you apart. Have, could you say in review like Wolverine stuff and just be like, yep, this ripped that off too? Uh, what? You have to pick a movie. No, you would pick like you come to uh, three to five movies. Oh, that seems like a lot of work. No, it, was, it wasn't that hard. No, and it was fun. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And then the other thing, if you guys pay attention for just a little bit longer, <laughs> uh, there's this other show called. Geek, we hate when you talk. Geek so to fun. me, but this one's fun. Geek to me radio is this other podcast I follow on Twitter, and they were doing a giveaway. It was for a build a bear plush baby Yoda, right? And I, oh. and all you had to do is I already follow them, and they're like, just follow us and retweet this. And for some reason, I I retweeted it. I was like, I never win shit, anyways. 
But this is uh, it's a plush baby out. I'm gonna retweet it. Guess what? I fucking won. Oh shit! You won the baby Yoda. I'll have if you're looking at your podcast app or the show notes, you will see <laughs> a picture of this build a bear plush baby Yoda, and it makes sounds. Hold on one second. I see the baby Yoda, and it's next to a, a man's chest that has no nipples. Yes, my nipples. <laughs> why you, why are you shirtless my, with the baby Yoda? Yeah, because I'm, you, he's so soft. Why are you clutching it to your I, breast? I wanted to, n- to cuddle the baby Yoda. He's all soft. <laughs> he's not even holding the Yoda. It's just placed in between his nipples. You know, the baby Yoda has more defined no, nipples than I do. it's just a picture of... Um, uh, if, just a so, picture. Here, check this out. If you squeeze one hand, it plays... The theme, the theme song. Okay, right. If okay. you squeeze the other hand, it does Baby Yoda sounds. <laughs> ah. At first noise, didn't sound like a Baby Yoda. No, it sound. didn't. It didn't. It sounded like it, a rug boy it fart. A little bit. It's a baby Yoda that makes little cooing sounds and has music. I love it. I never win anything. So thank you. I'm happy for you, buddy. To me, radio, or I just click the button and I want a thing. You're what's wrong with um, America is like no one goes through any struggle. You just want to win things, but not go through the struggle. I don't want to have to do. I look, I was a struggle to retweet their fucking tweet. Let me tell you, that was (laughs) the hardest part of this. And then they were like, oh, you won. So. Geek to me radio. Was it because was it because you were the only one that retweeted? Possibly. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I wasn't privy to the back back and back doings of this contest. Uh I'm sure lots of people retweeted. The point is I they have, should give it to a kid. They shouldn't give it to you. I know. I should probably give it to some deserving child yeah. that uh you know needs toys. What do we do with it? I'm keeping it. I love it. It's soft. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna sleep with it. It's my new uh blankie. Anywho, that's the show. How's everybody doing? Final words, Anthony? You have any final words? Do I have any final words? Yes, final thoughts, like Jerry Springer. Final thoughts. Make sure to do your homework. Yes. Have your vitamins. Go back to school. Don't go back to school. I don't know. Just live your life. Wear, what do you want to do? Wear a mask and make sure it's a jock and nerd mask. That's you know, if you don't want to wear a mask, eh, fine, whatever. Because you can't go in any stores. <laughs> yes, stay away. Yeah, don't don't cause a ruckus when you're going inside a store that requires a mask. Yes, just keep your cool. Although I love watching those videos, so keep those coming. There's some. Well, yeah. There's some amazing videos. Uh, one lady said, "Did you hear this? It was at a Panera Bread in California and." She was like, when you fart, you can, it's, you can smell you can it through smell it. it. Yeah. Why should I wear a mask? And I was like, oh, boy, I don't even know how to. Where do you start with that one? I, I, I did. When she said that, I went. She does have a point. I could, I, she does have a point. <laughs> you still can't smell a fart. But I, don't not, think, I don't think that there's anything to do no, with the mask no. protecting you. No. And well, your fart, their fart particles are the same size as yeah, COVID not, particles. Yeah, you're farting out of your mouth, lady. What's going on? Well, and the particles, I don't know if those particles that come out of your ass also are the same ones that lead to you being able to smell it. Correct. We'd have to ask, let's have Adam Moore. Adam, <laughs> why can we still smell a fart when you're wearing pants? Yeah, shouldn't it filter out the fucking smells? Hasn't? How come somebody hasn't invented something? And how is that not different than a mask? <laughs> now, if I put, put a mask on my ass, can you, it's going to smell? Or is so it should stop? I wear underwear on my face? Is that what? Oh, shit. I might try that. I wear a mask like a thong, and I fart. Is it going to stop the fart from 
I think I think if you wear the mask on your ass, you fart. Yeah. And you throw that on your face. Yeah. You, you're 100% protected. <laughs> and you're also breathing in your face. But you will get pink eye for sure. You will. Oh, yeah, yeah, trade off there. Hepatitis C. Conjunctivitis Conjunct- for everyone. Lupus, probably. Lupus. Uh, get lupus? Oh, my God. friendly health tips from the Jock and Nerd podcast. Rugs, where can the listener find you? Listen, people, we're living in a weird fucking yes, time. Yes, we are. All right. It's unprecedented. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Uh, we just have to do our best to fucking be reasonable. If it's not a huge deal, just do what they say. It's, you know, whatever. But if you, you're mad and you want to get back at me, you can find me on Twitter at really rugboy. I'm not really tweeting anymore because like as much as I used to, because like I just, I'm waiting for the fucking mob to come after me and Lame. start fucking eviscerating me. Canceled. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm going to say that's going to set people off, so I just don't say anything anymore. And that's basically my life now. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up, and uh, that's it. It's a good way to live, Ruggs. I like that. Follow that advice, listener. I folded. I folded like a cheap, I don't know, cheap suit. Cheap suit. Uh, I that submit, be. sir. Uh, visit the show notes at jockandnerd.com slash 340, where there'll be links to all these stories. You can see the picture of the baby Yoda. Uh, and how to subscribe and how to get you in should touch. put pictures of your nipples no i don't know if i'm ready to put pictures of my colorless nipples up yet i want to see them i wish <laughs> I, my I, kinda, I kinda want to see i em. wish i had a before and after because it's quite remarkable uh, how, Look, how i else? seen your balls i seen you your have. dick i seen everything is point. this relatively uh, recent yeah apparently i mean i just noticed it imagine waking <laughs> up one day and it looks like your nipples have fallen off your <laughs> it scared the shit i was like oh and i started touching them Look, i was like wait we're already laughing at you now still so there. i mean what are, you got nothing to lose imagine waking up and thinking your nipples had fallen off i wish off i had a before and after picture but the after <laughs> now it's obvious like where is nipples there's no dark shading it looks like he doesn't have any what happened to this person when does it so stop? Your, is your chest hair white too so, um i don't know some of it me. I mean, I have random hairs on my arm that are white and interspersed with black hairs, like your arm hair. Like, there's white hair everywhere at this point. He's so fucking interesting. I'm a fucking. Me- I'm a walking medical contradiction. I'm so lucky to know you. That's all I want to say. Good God, thanks for listening. I'm lucky to know you too, Rox. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, listener, for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. I'm Nippleless Imran. I have regular pigment in my nipples. He's my name the is jock. Yes. Mine are made out of marker. Yes. Frog boy has Sharpie marker nipples, and we'll peep you next time. This is going crazy. That's a big fuck up right there. Not funny. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's really good. Jogging nerd. My nipples fell off. <laughs>